This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Thrivehood Podcast is a relevant life roadmap for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to Thrivehood. Hey guys, welcome into another Thrivehood podcast. Thanks for joining me. And I want to jump into today's topic making good eye contact. I know once in a while I have seen movies or scripts or commercials or a number of different media outlets where you might see, uh, I think, especially like cowboy shows, cowboy movies, or really serious scenes or supposedly serious scenes where the guy will say, you look me in the eye, young man, or son, you better look me in the eye, or, you know, hey, look me in the eye when you're talking to me. And while that's silly and that's fun, it got me thinking about, you know what, this probably is a good topic for us to discuss. Because the truth is there is more than just one line of communication, right? There's several. There's body language, there's gestures, the way we use our arms, the way we Facial expressions is another way, the way that we interact and with uh-huh, and, mm, and ah, and okay, and the, even the, uh, the verbal communication that we have. There is one that I think is sorely missed a lot of times, and that is eye contact and being able to hold a relatively meaningful gaze without looking like a wacko, but you know what I mean. So I thought, let's talk about that for a few minutes. Let's dive into this. The first sort of point or the first topic that I want to discuss related to this topic is why is it hard to do that? What's the what's the challenge there? And I think sometimes we may not even realize it. We may not even know that we're doing that. But I think in some instances, one issue could be we're hiding deceit. It's just as simple as that. How about, you know, you, uh, I don't know, maybe you tore something up at your house and you don't want to admit that it was you, it was your little brother to your parents or your guardians. And you're like, oh, no, it wasn't me. And you're, you're looking away and looking off to the left and the right. You know, you sort of see that. I see that image in my mind. So I think sometimes there's, there's some truth to that. Also, it shows insecurity. I see that a lot, especially with a lot of young guys. There are a number of interactions that I have had over the years and I've, you know, would look this young man in the eye and there would be an inability to look at me for any period of time, any length of time. And it sort of makes me wonder. I, I sort of question. I sort of wonder why that is. I, you know, I'm not trying to judge, but it just sort of, I sort of wonder what is the purpose or the reason for this young man not being able to hold a, a good gaze with me. And it just makes me wonder, you know. And then also, it, I think it can mask emotions. There, there could be some things going on with an individual, some deeper issues, right, that are going on that, that maybe not being able to hold a, a, a good gaze for a period of time 
it shows something that's going on from a deeper level. And it could be something that's far more serious than just, you know, me sharing a couple of tips here. Obviously, there's always possibilities that things are deeper than that. But we're talking more about just recognizing, first of all, guys, are you having a challenge with that? Is that something that you struggle with? And then identifying, you know how it is, the first challenge of for anybody about anything is just making yourself aware, being aware that there is a challenge there. So keep that in mind. So let's talk about what is the importance of eye contact. It establishes a connection. It creates a bond. Very important. It helps you establish a relationship quickly with someone as you're engaged in having conversation. Whether that's a teacher, whether that's a salesperson, whether that's a friend, whether that's a girl you're wanting to see, whether that's a any type of interaction that, that you're having, it helps bond and solidify that and bring a connection right away. That's, that's one reason. We'll go through several here. It builds trust. Man, I got to tell you, there have been instances, me personally, that I've experienced that I've been in a situation more, more maybe in a, like in a position where someone's trying to sell me something. Maybe it's a car or maybe a, recently we had to go get a printer and and I was, you know, working with a salesperson and whatever, big, big ticket items or maybe not so much big ticket items. But in general, uh, also, by the way, as I'm thinking about this, you know, restaurants, I, we, I eat out a lot. So interaction with restaurant employees and waiters and waitresses, I, I notice this a lot. And I, it makes me wonder, you know, why are you having a challenge looking me in the eye, you know, and for whatever reason, it sends a doubt in my mind at least and I've talked to some other people and they go yeah yeah it does it sort of makes you not trust that person it sort of gives you a a moment of pause and say you know I'm not sure about this and if you're in the sales industry man alive it is crucial if you guys are doing anything in sales if you're working in fast food restaurants or whatever you're doing if you're starting a job now, man, this is huge. Building trust wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, getting people, getting customers, getting people to believe in you and trust in you. It's huge. It really is huge. And your, your employers, they will appreciate that. It also shows a an ability to keep your attention and to keep interest. When you're having to be the one that's a listener in a in, in, in a conversation, and you're the one stopping and talking and listening. If you're able to hold the gaze relatively, you know, five, six, four, five, six, seven second gaze, that's good. That's great because it's showing the other person that you are interested in them. Maybe you're not, you know, maybe it's boring. But look, when you're with the individual, the time you're with them, those moments you're with them, which leads me to my next point, you need to show respect and and, and vice versa. If you are keeping your gaze and eye contact as you're talking, it's going to keep that individual engaged in what you have to say in your story and what it is you're trying to convey. And then also, as I said, it shows respect both ways, right? If you're listening or you're talking, as long as you are engaged visually with whoever you're talking with, you are showing an area and an element of respect. And that is noticed. It's, it's subconscious, but that is noticed. People will notice that. This also projects 
confidence and authority. When you're looking at someone in the eye, when you're having a conversation and you're interacting, they begin to believe what you're saying. And I'm sort of just moving right through these, but they're just sort of falling in line. The next point I want to make is persuasion. So those sort of go hand in hand. If you're able to demonstrate authority and confidence as you're talking, as you're keeping the eye contact, what's happening next is you're building persuasive skills. You're being persuasive. You're looking them in the eye. And in a way, what's happening is if you grow this and build this ability to look someone in the eye and it builds trust and it's showing respect, then, you know, people, I don't know if this is true, but, you know, a lot of people say that the eye is the window of the soul, so to speak. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I will say that when you present yourself in that way, you're, you're in a way showing a vulnerability to the other person because it's tough for some people this is very difficult it's very challenging to to look someone in the eye there's an there's a vulnerability issue there and so if you're able to do that it it breeds a lot of respect persuasive skills authority confidence it also helps you focus when you're zeroing in on somebody instead of sort of wandering around and looking left and right and up and down and you know, just sort of all over the place, being able to zero in and having a conversation with your eyes directed at the subject, whoever that person is, it helps you to be able to focus. And what is the next thing I'm going to say? And how, I'm, how am I going to round out this sentence? And how am I going to, you know, finish out this particular series of sentences, you know, that I'm expressing as far whatever the subject matter may be. So I think those are some reasons why I'm sure there's more, but those are just some of the the few reasons that I thought that in the importance of of eye contact is something that we need to practice. We all need to do that. We all have moments that maybe we've fallen short and it's really important. I know from a public speaking standpoint, it's really important. It's really, really important. And there are there's some similarities as it relates to one-on-one conversation as well as, you know, speaking in front of a large audience, there are some differences, but there are quite a few of the the points that I just made also relate to, you know, speaking to large audiences as well. So, okay, so let's round this out. So what are some ways that you can help yourself in getting better at using eye contact? First point is, I would say, start making eye contact even before you start to speak. And, and like I said a, a minute ago, if you are engaged in conversation and someone else begins that conversation, make eye contact immediately. Look that person in the eye. But as you're getting ready to speak, make eye contact just before you open your mouth. Step number two, hold the gaze four to five seconds, four to six seconds at a time. You don't want to stare the dude or the lady down and start giving her the the willies, right? You don't want to also just be creepy about it. Uh, you want to you want to gaze four to five, six seconds, and then look away two, three, four seconds if you have to time yourself out when you're working on this. And then you look look them back in the eye again another five or six seconds, and then you know, carefully look away. Use gestures. That's another one. Use your hands a little bit. Uh, use your face, right? Sort of. Open your eyes sometimes if it's a wow moment, you know, or if it's a somber moment, sort of grimace a little bit as you're making your eye contact. Use hand gestures, you know, 
body movements and is really, you know, all of that helps. All of that helps with your communication as well. Move your eyes slowly. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to look like a robot and look at them for count. You know, you're counting one, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and then quickly move away and, you know, zero on zero in on something else for five seconds and look back. They're going to start thinking, you know, there's something not right with this dude. So I'm, I'm going to run out of here. So you've got to sort of make it a slow eye contact, a, a very natural progression, right? From moving, a, looking away and, and looking at that person and, and having that, that interaction will help if you do it uh, on a more slow scale. And I, I guess lastly, I would say you want to try to ma- maintain eye contact around 50% of the time during your interaction. So again, that sort of goes back to four, five, six seconds. You're looking at them and then you're looking away. Some people will say sometimes it's good to, you know, look at one eye. I know we, two, we got two eyes, but obviously when we're looking at an individual, there's only one area on the face that you can really zero in on, right? So you could take four or five seconds and zero in on one eye and then look away for two or three, four seconds and then come back and maybe look at the other eye. Uh, sometimes I'll, you know, and, and a lot of this guys, it is completely subconscious. We don't even know that we're doing it. So if you're having difficulty doing this, then this is something that you can help and, and work on and, and practice. Hey, find some buddies, find your parents, your guardians, or a friend or somebody practice this. If you're seeing a challenge here that you have, that will help you uh, get better at this. And again, as a result, you're going to create trust. You're going to show respect. You're going to gain respect too. You're going to have better persuasive skills. You're going to build confidence and authority. It's going to build trust. It really will help you a lot with that initial impression. If you've listened to previous episodes, the the initial impression is huge. It is so huge. And it does say a lot about you, even if it isn't necessarily true, right? Sometimes we can have a bad day. But man, your first impressions, it, it says a lot about who you are. Until next time, guys, stay strong. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.